Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Libra season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you and leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, make sure to take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Libra season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of Libra's zodiacal energy and explore how it manifests in the world, in our relationships, and in each of us. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and Libra represents amazing and important energy for each one of us. You can find the Libra Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring monthly donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I want to let you know that I'm offering a live online class on October 13th for the full moon in Aries. This class is open to all and no previous experience with astrology is required. In the class, we'll explore the chart for the full moon and how we might each interpret it in our personal charts in relationship to broader themes right now, such as climate change and social justice. You can register for the class by donation and 90% of all proceeds will be given to the Sunrise Movement, a youth-led movement for climate and economic activism. I also want to let you know that the deadline to register for my upcoming retreat is on Friday, September 27th. Please join me for three days and nights in Southwest Washington State for a deep dive into the astrology of 2020 and how to work with your own chart to manifest your vision and expand your gifts. You can find more information about my upcoming classes and retreats at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsor message, and I'll be right back with you in just a moment with your horoscope. Hello, Cancer. Thanks for tuning in to your audio horoscope for Libra season in 2019. Libra season includes the span of time between September 23rd and October 23rd. And in this horoscope, I'll be looking at some of the more major themes and influences in your astrology this month. Specifically, I'm focusing on the sign Libra and the presence of the inner planets or the personal planets through the sign throughout the month and how these planets are aspecting or relating with um, the other cardinal signs where some important planetary activity is also taking place. These signs include your sign, Cancer, your opposite sign, Capricorn, and the sign, Aries. In your chart, Libra rules your solar fourth house. This is the place in the chart that describes anchor, 
grounding, foundation, stability, home, and family. Home and family in as uh, large and general or as specific as context as you want to think about them in. Cancer, of course, is you. This is your personality and identity. Capricorn, as your opposite, describes other people, your relationships, and the ways that you're engaging both uh, in general in your social relationships uh, as a whole, kind of your expectations for them generally, as well as specifically people who you are collaborating with or partnering with in a significant way. Finally, Aries rules your solar 10th house. This is the place in the chart where we find information about you as a public figure, who you are when you are at your most public visibility. And for many people, this means their work in the world, uh, whether that is a vocation or a calling of some sort um, or their career. So over the course of these next 30 days, there is a lot of movement through the sign Libra. And as I mentioned, Libra rules your solar fourth house, and this is the place in your chart that has a lot to do with home, family, foundation, and foundational issues, and your sense of security and belonging. Now, this is a place where you can make a lot of choices right now. You can choose how you are thinking about these themes and concepts and how you are communicating to the people uh, who are here. So whether this is your home now or your homes and families of origin uh, or people who have parented you or been very foundational and important figures in your life. The way that you are communicating and connecting at home and the choices that you're making to make yourself available or not and the ways that you are taking action to give yourself a greater sense of stability and foundation are absolutely essential for your work in the world and for the health of your relationships and for your sense of personal empowerment and well-being. So your work in the world right now is changing and I think that you're understanding that you can participate in the world through your chosen activities, again your vocation, your career, or what you seek to aspire towards or embody in a more public way. Um, I think that you're sensing that there is actually quite a lot of potential uh, in these roles for new ways of being that perhaps you hadn't considered before. Ways of being that might include your role as someone who can be a resource for others. The more that you embody the potential for you being someone who can um, be an inspiration, be a resource, be an ally for others, then the more you get to feel like you are resourced and healed and helped in return. I really want you to think about um, kind of the, the ways that you have moved towards direction in your life and why you have pursued the path that you have pursued, why you are striving to succeed in whatever the ambitions are that you are striving to succeed in. If there are ideas that you've been holding about other people's validation 
and your success in the world through another person's lens or what makes you a desirable partner um, or what makes you a valuable person that other people will regard in a particular way. Be particularly attentive to these kinds of realizations or, or thoughts. It's unhelpful for you right now to do things for other people. And that doesn't mean uh, don't help them out if they need help. It means don't do things in your life or, or be things, <laughs> try to be things, um, for someone else's validation. It's perfectly wonderful for you to do things for other people when it feels really nourishing and um, joyful for you to be uh, doing those things or be in those ways if you feel supported, if you feel seen, if you feel like you get to be your best self. But when you are doing or being in ways that are, for whatever reason, at odds with who you feel yourself to be in a more um, internal or private space, or how you sense your authenticity, how you sense yourself, even if you're not sure of who you are right now, if you feel like you're evolving, but you feel like maybe there is a way of of being in the world or being with others that is a little bit disingenuous where you're trying to uphold some kind of notion about how or who you should be. I really want to encourage you to start to, over the course of this next month, shift your habits. And shifting your habits can be really scary when we're dealing with relationships and particularly when we're dealing with esteem. And in order to shift your habits, you want to anchor. You want to feel really grounded. You want to come back to the people who have been consistent forces or uh, sources of support in your life. Um, consider that the way that you experience rootedness or foundation can be really expansive and in, in its definitions so this doesn't necessarily need to be an actual physical location or any person in particular you can make choices to invest yourself in your community you can make choices to access nature and spend time looking at the sky you can call your best childhood friend and try and reconnect with someone from long ago but really try and remember yourself. Remember who you are when you feel your most um, stable, your most centered, your most grounded. You do not need to perform for other people right now. You don't need to be anything that you're not. You really want to be as honest and transparent as you possibly can be. And in being those ways, you will become even more a source of support and inspiration for other people in the world. So if you want to disentangle, spend some time disentangling the threads between your role in the world or your potential in the world as someone who can actually be quite uh, a healing or transformative or important presence for other people or in your chosen path, and the expectations that you have internalized or somehow adopted because of what you think that other people want, that would be a really worthwhile uh, practice for you, is just untying those, those threads. 
the more you are yourself, the more you are your authentic self, and the more that you include yourself and you don't try and shut parts of yourself down or force yourself to be some way that you're not or submit to interacting or relating in ways that don't actually feel good to you, the, the less you do things like that, the more you are accountable to your own sense of stability and well-being and the more you get to embody this uh, place that I think is starting to maybe make itself felt or known to you, which is really a role or a space of being um, an ally, as I said, uh, an agent of healing in some way, a person who can both heal and integrate yourself and help support healing and integration in the world in general. So that's what I have for you. I hope that horoscope is interesting and that it will be useful throughout this month. If you'd like more information on the specifics of astrology throughout the month, please become a subscriber. When you subscribe, you can subscribe by donation and you get access to subscriber-only content, which includes day-by-day -day descriptions of planetary aspects, transits, and lunar cycles, and suggestions for how to work with that astrological energy. Thanks so much for listening, Cancer. I'm wishing you all the best in this season and beyond. Bye-bye for now.